Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We are so honored to be in your presence today, to be able to have the opportunity to share the message of grace and hope and, and, and just trusting God in our lives. You know, I want to turn to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6 today, and I want to have trust, have faith in God. Now, what does that look like? What does that mean? The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not on thy own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight. Now, does that mean that, that if you trust the Lord and you, and you give him your whole heart and you lean your own understanding to him, that everything's going to go perfect? Absolutely not. See, you don't have any trust until things fall, the wheels fall off some stuff. And when things are falling apart and things are not looking good, that's when you know whether you got trust or not. When things are difficult in your life and you don't know which way to turn, you don't know what to do, and you, you, you read a word and the word says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not thy own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your way straight. In other words, sometimes it may not look straight, but it's going to be straight. Sometimes it might not look smooth, but it's going to be smooth. You know, so many times in this world, He said, I want you to be encouraged. Because there's going to be tribulation in the world, but I want you to be encouraged because I've overcome the world. And because of that, you and I have overcome the world. How do we overcome the world? We overcome the world with our faith because we've been born again and we can trust in God for that eternity. We can trust in God. So what does it mean to trust in the Lord? It means to put your faith totally toward Him, that no matter what comes your way, you're going to trust Him. Now, the world, as we know it, in most churches in America, trust Him for their salvation, which to me is, is what I don't understand. How can we trust Him that eternity is going to be okay, but we can't trust Him that He's going to look after our health, that He's going to look after our finances, but we're going to trust Him with our whole eternity. eternity. And nobody's ever come and told us about it. Nobody's ever come. We believe some preachers that come along and tell us that you know we're going to live in heaven and heaven's going to be a beautiful place and 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 we all agree with that and we all love that but we've bought that story for hundreds of years and now we can't buy the story that he's faithful with our finances that he's faithful with our with our health that he's faithful to look after us even when we can't look after ourselves and then when crisis come the first thing we do is we turn back to the world's way of thinking but i want you to understand today that we've got to learn to trust in the lord and lean not on our own understanding. You know, the Lord is your shepherd. In other words, Psalms 23, one that we all like, the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. You know, he's, he's going to meet all your needs. He said, I'll meet all your needs according to my riches in Christ Jesus. He said, my beloved brother, I wish above all things that you prosper in health even as your soul prospers. So we see God reaching out and giving us some words to stand on. And we'll, we'll say, Lord, I trust you. I'm going to spend eternity with you in heaven. But I'm not sure that you can look after me financially. I'm not sure you can put my marriage back together. I'm not sure you can keep me healthy and keep me alive. I'm not sure because God, I've, I've controlled this thing for so long. I've, had, I've, I've learned how to do this, God. I, I'm, I eat right. I do the right thing. And, and you know, I kind of got, uh, if I could be honest, I, I kind of got blown out of the water there because I always did those things. I always exercise and I always eat right. And I always, you know, I, I trusted myself with my health a little bit. And, and I, I would say the Lord's going to look after me. And then about a year ago, you know, the, the ship went ashore and, and things got out of turn and things got out of rhythm. And I went through a very difficult thing physically. And as I was going through that, I began to realize that, you know, it was a really trusting the Lord in all those times where I trusting me. Well, I think if you go look at it, I was trying to kind of trusting me and I wasn't trusting the Lord. You know, the disciples were on the boat and the storm came up and they got in a wreck and they got, they began to, to uh, get up tight and, and said, Lord, don't you care? And, and he got up and spoke to the storm and the storm ceased. And then he turns to him and he said, you of little faith, 
Why did you doubt? You know, so many times, how many of you have ever been on a plane and, and you got turbulence and, and the thing's just a bouncing and, and it's really a struggle and, and you're going to go to sleep? You know, here's Jesus in the middle of a storm, in the middle of the water, in the middle of the river, and, and the thing's being wrecked and left and right, and all of a sudden, he's asleep in the back of the boat. He must have really been tired. Or did he really just have peace? And Peter and all his disciples couldn't get a place of peace. And he gets up and he, he begins to rebuke the storm and says, you know what, be calm. And a great calm field. And, and everybody went back to sleep. And, and Jesus said, you know, you, you guys of little faith, what's, what's going on with you, man? Why, why can't you believe? You of little faith, why did you doubt me? Why did you doubt what was going to happen? You know, he had told them on the other side, hey, look, guys, I'll see you on the other side. He come walking across one time on the water. They didn't recognize who he was and they thought he was a, a ghost. And he said, you know, Peter, come forth. And, and all he said was, come. but, but you got to understand the question that Peter asked him. Peter said, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come. Well, he couldn't deny himself, so he had to tell him to come. Because if he just said, no, it's not me, and no, you can't come, he'd have been lying. So he, had, he never can deny himself. So Peter, the question he asked was the wrong question. And so Peter comes walking. He said, come. And so Peter began to walk on the Word. And he began to walk across. And all of a sudden, he began to look at the turbots. He began to look at the situation. You know, we've knocked Peter for that, but I don't know if anybody you know that's walked on water. I ain't never walked across the pool, and I ain't never walked on no water. But Peter walked on the water, even though he may not have took but three steps. He walked more than I did, and he walked twice because Peter, Jesus reached down and got him, and they walked back to the boat. So he walked more than two steps, I think. And that's the power of we look at Peter's story, and we preach it from a negative point. But let me tell you, Peter walked on water, and very few people have done that. So I want you to understand, as we trust in the Lord and have faith in the Lord, we got to trust in Him whole heartily. we got to give Him everything. When you're going through difficult times in your life, instead of turning to your own understanding, turning to your own wisdom, you got to trust Him. And even in your finances, sometimes with your investments, you got to trust the Lord that you've made the right decision or done the wisdom He'd have you to do and just trust Him with the rest. And, and so as we talk this week about the trust and, and allowing faith in God, I want you to remember, put the Word of God first and watch what He does. That's the beauty of grace.